Colorado. I'm going to make it very easy here. Altitude Sports Radio. Yeah, I don't know what it's like to tackle Derrick Henry. 92.5. You got the best player in the world on your team. Your superstars playing like superstars. And Altitude TV. I like geology, so get off my back. It's Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane. Let the boy shoot. Don't look at me with your face. Here's Vic, Mark, and Brett. Let's all say hi to Vic, who is in New York City. Hi, Vic. Vic's out there hi seeing guys, the sights. You? Yeah. Doing oh, good. yeah. I mean, uh, have you guys ever been to the city? Have you guys ever been, like, have you had a chance to walk through the city? I know Mosier has. Crazy, I actually, but... legit, Vic, I've never been to New York before. I don't watch cartoons. Wow. Hold on a second. You were born and raised in the United States of America. Both of you guys have. And you've never been to our preeminent city. The city that really makes this whole country go. I've now, say what you want about Omaha, New Yorkers. That's unbelievable <laughs> to me. That really is. It's remarkable that you guys in this business have never experienced New York. Moj, please learn them a little bit. Learn them. How can you learn them up, Vic, if they don't want to learn? I've been to I mean, Cooperstown, un- New York. Does that count? That's, un- that's upstate, bro. It doesn't doesn't count. Yes, I, I've Vic. As you have you ever know. been to Tulsa for a baseball tournament? I've been to Tulsa. Yeah, I've have been. You, to Tulsa have you been to Enid? Times. Enid, Oklahoma. You know, I have been Enid. Dude, you know what? I you? remember. I lived yeah. in Texas. I lived in Texas, dude. I lived in Texas. Worst rest stop in America, Enid, Oklahoma, just outside. Oh uh, no, no, Ogallala is the worst. I mean, whatever you do, if you can, you're going through Oklahoma. No offense, Oklahomans. If you got to go, hold it. Because in the state, there ain't nothing worse than an Oklahoma rest stop. If you live in the United States, I'm not not, not kidding. You've been saying that for years. It's well, because it's the truth. If you have, if you're a United States citizen and you have the means to travel, okay, I'm not, some do not have the means, and you have not visited New York City at least to get a taste of what it's like, you got a problem. You got a serious personal problem. Why? So I can sit in front of your library bookshelf behind you? This is where it all started, dude. This where, is. Where, do you where, understand? Where this is, is that the hotel? Where Where are you? No, I'm at a friend's house. Okay, I was gonna say. I mean, you had books back there. It's like you're at a, a flipping library or something. I don't, I don't no, want you trying to prove. No, no I'm not trying to prove anything. <laughs> the what cradle do you to prove? of civilization started on 144th and West Maple Street in Omaha, Nebraska. That's where it started. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I got to tell you guys this. Okay, get it through your head. How about? Talk to me when you go to a um, Runza in Nebraska, and then we'll then then we'll be even. The, the cradle of civilization started the Tigris, the Euphrates, and perhaps the, the East River. <laughs> uh, throw, throw the East River there. Okay, All right. Um, so a few things here. I want to play this Dion audio as he was talking to the Philadelphia 76ers because they drove up to Boulder to get a little talking to from Dion. We'll get to that in a little bit. But can I ask you guys a question? We're at the midway point. Let's go ahead and turn the page to uh, the Jets game. There is so much, I think, personally on the line for Sean Payton this weekend in this sense. When you start your year by calling Nathaniel Hackett and the job that he did last year, one one of the worst coaching jobs in NFL history, and now you're playing a team with an offense that 
Even commentators on post-game shows in which the Jets play in are calling their quarterback garbage. If that guy comes in here and goes 16 for 16 in the first half, much like Justin Fields and Tua did the last two weeks, do you think that Sean Payton's going to be a little bit more interested in the defensive game plan that's being drawn up? Because I do. I think that Sean Payton might be a little bit more hands-on with what's going to happen defensively for his football team than maybe he has the first four weeks of the season because if they got embarrassed by Zach Wilson, that is now a personal embarrassment for Sean Payton. Is it not? You you would assume that the head coach, Moj, would have a more active hand in what his other coaches do if you start 0-3 in the season, right? And then you win one and you're 1-4. You would assume that. Now, I don't know how active he can be. Is he a diplomat? Is he Is he the kind of guy that just sort of – He's very, hey, you do this and you dole out that responsibility, or is he the kind of guy that really gets in those rooms and runs the show? I have no idea. It would be a lot different if they were coming in three and one as opposed to one and three. A lot different. Sure. And for those who think to themselves, I mean, he said it immediately after the game on Sunday. Yeah, now we can turn to the Jets and you guys can, you know, go off and, you know, whatever. But essentially, I'm, let me paraphrase here. The, I know the brain damage is coming, essentially is what he said, right? This is big for him. This is important for him. It has to be. And I don't care if he meets with the media today and says, just to, you know, but that's in the past, the football game. You know, we're focused on getting better than we were last week and doing what, doing what we did in the second half, in the first half this way. Okay, all that kind of stuff. Deep down inside and behind those walls, he wants it bad. And there's no doubt in my mind in New York City that Robert Sala wants it bad for his guy, too. And I'm sure it, some of the guys do as well. It's just too bad that Aaron is not playing because he was the main defender. He was the guy. If Rodgers was playing, would he try and drop 73? I think he probably yes. would. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, like 100%. If, if they were in that situation, let's say you get a repeat game with Aaron Rodgers of what the Dolphins game was, and they're presented with the opportunity to kick that field goal. They kick it, don't they? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a man, you've seen the wrath of Aaron Rodgers, right? Did you see what he referred to Travis Kelsey as on his radio show yeah, yesterday? Yeah, Mr. Pfizer, yeah. Mr. Pfizer, did you see that? I did and see he that. Works, and I he laughed. works for Johnson & Johnson, by the way. He his his checks are signed by Johnson and Johnson, and he calls him Mr. Pfizer. I found that just cruelly ironic. But anyway, he would do anything he possibly could to stick it to this staff. If it no doubt if it, it came down to it, he would himself kick the field goal. He would line up and say, "Spot the flipping ball, <laughs> yeah. spot it right now." You know what I mean? But uh, but he's he's gone. Obviously, he's got a torn Achilles. So. Here we go. He might actually go. go out there on crutches and just say, dude, I'm going to give it a shot. Just let me try and get a boot in here. That, you, you never know. I mean, this is... This Are is you a- allowed to kick the football with a boot on your leg? I know it's his left foot. It's not his right foot, but still. Let's just say that a kicker had an injury like yeah. that and had a boot on. Is that illegal? Well, you know, Tom Dempsey, who held the, the record for the Tom longest Dempsey field goal. Tom Dempsey had half a foot. Yeah, for the longest field goal in NFL history for a long time. You realize he had half a foot, right? The front of his foot was flat. And wasn't it like a... Like, wasn't it straight? Was the front yeah, of his... Yeah, it was yes. flat like a mallet. Yeah. No, no, I'm yeah. saying his yeah. shoe, though. Was his yeah, shoe, his shoe yeah. was straight. Yeah, like a mallet. You, you know what it looked like? Like like one of the foosball players. Yeah, that's what it looked like. He looked like a foosball player. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He had a birth defect that he turned into, obviously, a fantastic career in the National Football League. Would and they allow that now? 
Why well, not? I would imagine if you're if you got a boot and you're left you're left footed. If he's left footed. Because like I'm right-handed, but I'm left-footed. Is that weird? Because like a defensive yeah, so end, if he breaks yeah, his hand, he can play with a club on his hand, and that's right. not a problem. But yeah. can a kicker have an actual physical like cast contraption, a contraption yeah. on his leg? Yeah, I mean, unless not. it's unless it's spring-loaded, why not? Hey, Jim Turner, the late great Jim Turner, who just recently passed, he wore high tops. You yeah. know, you, you wear different shoes. I mean. They're not going to – if well, a guy to, wanted to kick to have, with sandals, day, he could. They had specific kicking shoes back in the day. This was a kicking shoe. When they, when well, they, they kicking, still have them. When they were, yeah, but they were kicking straight on, right? And then you get your Tony Franklins and you get, uh, you know, all the dudes. Um, Broncos kicker. Oh, uh, what a blast from the past. Tony Franklin. You know, all, the, all, the, all, the, all the barefoot kickers started to be yeah. sort of in vogue. We had one right here in town. It's a ridiculous thing to me, by the way. Especially if you play like if you play in Green Bay and you're a barefoot kicker, what kind of hey. what kind of steel nerves and and pain tolerance do you have? You tell that to Rich Carlos's face. Yeah, Rich Carlos is barefoot. He went right in. Here. Yep. Yeah, he used to do that in games here. It'd be like freaking three degrees with snow everywhere. He'd trot out there in his freaking barefoot and go to work and kick a rock, just a frozen yeah. rock. 50 Did it all yards. the time. That, I'm with you. It freaks me out too. Freaks me out. I mean, you're on the turf with a, <laughs> your foot. Good. A texture says, could a kicker put a ping driver head on his shoe? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this is... I, see, mean, I just want to see, what can you get away with? What's allowed, what's so not? Good. We are turning the page. I mean, this is the week. This is this is Jets week. I, and again, like I thought the Broncos would win at Chicago last weekend. I didn't think it would be the way it went down. I didn't think they'd jump out to a... 28 to 7 lead. The Bears and the Broncos would have to furiously come back. Does it freak you out that Zach Wilson looked good last week? Uh, he's got confidence. There's no doubt about it. And his teammates are really pumping him up. Also, not only did we lose the hook on the line by the end of the game yesterday, it's gone down again. It's now minus one and a half. Makes sense. Wow. So, so it's gone Makes down, sense. it's gone down a full point. I mean, it takes some bread to move that line look, a full point. If if you look at this game objectively, and, and I say objectively on two fronts, usually that means, hey, take your bias of you love your team out of it. I think it's almost objectively of take your bias of you hate your team out of it right now for some Broncos fans. But objectively, the Jets have a better roster. There's no question about this. Well, they, they have a better defense, defense, there's no yeah. doubt. They have a better Their defense. defense name name the top players a... for each team. It's not close who has the better ones. The Jets have Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, Quinnen Williams, Sauce Gardner. Like, it's it's not particularly close if you just yeah. go hat for hat who's more talented. And, and I look at that wide receiving core, and I look at Lazard. I, I know it's Aaron's a buddy. Randall Cobb, same kind of story. McCole Hardman Jr., they've got some dudes to catch the football. Hardman's barely played this year. I know, which is crazy to me. They've got some dudes to catch the football, but on the defensive side of things, I mean, they got some players. Like, if nothing else... They got some serious dogs on that side of the ball. I I think we can all say this. We have no idea what the Broncos' defense is going to look like because we saw four good drives to close out the Chicago game and everything else for the 123 minutes before that was death. So we have no idea what it's going to be, especially against a quarterback who also you don't know what you're going to get week to week. But here's one thing I think I can say that is maybe the most intriguing part of the game to me. I kind of feel like Russell's turned a corner. I feel like this offense has turned a corner to where they're actually pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. How do they stack up against this defense who's pretty damn elite? 
because that defense is good. They get after the passer. They're really good at stopping the run. How does this offense look against a really good defense is my question. I don't know, but what I do know is that Brees Hall is averaging nearly seven yards per carry. Yeah. That much I do know. Yep. Okay? So if your offense, if Russ has turned a corner, and I, I'm with you, he has not been the problem whatsoever. So I'm not, all you Russ defenders, don't get on my bake, and I'm not here to, to, to get on Russ at all. But if Brees Hall is going to run for seven per, mm-hmm. and Zach Wilson has gained confidence, I mean, honestly, he played a damn fine football game, except the fumbled snap, the, the, the shotgun snap. Other than that, he was completely disappointed. But maybe he's turned a corner as well. So I don't know, man. I don't I don't know what to expect in this game. I really don't. Who's the more well, desperate team? Which team is mentally, you know, I mean, the, the Jets win came in week one. This win for the Broncos came in week four. Who's more mentally fragile right now? I mean, I think all these things figure into it. Th- this would be the game to hit the under. What, what is the over-under on this game? Because you, you got a Jets defense that is pretty damn good. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. Okay, so you're looking at 21-20. That's, that's, that's pretty low. Yeah, it's pretty low. Yeah, I, you know, I'm looking at 20-17 to 17 type of finish. I don't see a shootout um, by any means. I mean, this isn't Chicago and Denver just going after each other. I think it'll be one of those kind of games. Uh, the Broncos just trying to gain anything they can, any traction against that Jets defense. And, hell, Zach Wilson just alone. Z- Zach Wilson might be the best defender on the Broncos team, and he's the uh, Jets quarterback. So um, that that's how it's going to work out in my book. They, um, like Moshe, I was going to get to this later, but you, you brought it up, and, and <laughs> we've been concerned with quarterback the opposing quarterback play for the first four weeks because they've all looked really good, with the exception of Jimmy, and Jimmy was was pretty good, but he didn't look like what Fields did in the first half last week, didn't look like what Howell Tua did. or Tua, Sam Howell in the second half, yeah. Brees Hall is horrifying. Brees Hall's last game gets- that he played last year, he hit the Broncos with what, like a 60 or 65-yard touchdown run and then ripped his knee up and missed the rest yeah. of the season. Yeah, he got hurt in this game. I remember that injury. Yep, he got hurt here. You're right, though. When he gets in the open field, watch out. Watch the hell out. He's made Dalvin Cook just a complimentary piece to the offense because he's really damn good. By the way, remember when we were asking, why isn't Dalvin Cook signed? You know, why isn't anybody bringing in Dalvin Cook? Should the Broncos sign Dalvin Cook? He ain't that good anymore. He's done. I'm I mean, shocked. It's like, wow. Okay, now I get it. Vikings, I, I, I understand what you saw. We all see what you saw. What, what is it? How do you just lose it? it just boom, gone. Because he was really good last year still. Like, last year was really good still. And now just isn't. Like, Zeke's different. Zeke Elliott, who's now at the Patriots, he's Barely getting any touches, and but we saw him kind of dropping off the last we couple saw, of we years. Saw, we saw the decline. Dalvin Cook went that? from like really good running back to oh he can't play anymore that it, fast. It felt like you went from fifteen hundred yards to second string. You're going to get maybe five ten touches a game max. Me- meanwhile, Christian McCaffrey has scored a touchdown in thirteen straight games for the 49ers. Like he got his second contract, and he's playing like. Beyond what he's being paid, he had 100 yards on the ground last week and 71 receiving for four different touchdowns. 
and he scored in 13 straight games. I'm telling you. Hasn't affected him yet. For, for, for every guy, it's different, but sometimes the body just... I was talking to Riker about this the other day. Former Avalanche player, I was, believe it or not, don't, don't make fun of me, Vic. Just turn him off. But I was working out in the gym one time in Vancouver, right? Um, and dude, 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 and dude walks in, and we're talking. He's working out with da 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 da. And I, one of the most cut individuals I've ever seen in my entire life. I mean, looked absolutely perfect. So like me, Brett Kane, essentially Brett Kane, correct. Yes. But Father Time, that player was slow. That player just couldn't get up and down the ice anymore, even though they looked perfect, right? And running backs, you never know with their bodies. I mean, they get hit, hit, hit. It's fatigue. The, mm-hmm. the bodies wear, they just wear out. You just can't get from, from point A to point B. The difference between scoring 25 goals in the National Hockey League and 15 goals is about one foot on the ice. Is the defender there or not there? I mean, that that quick. It's it's crazy, man. Uh, we'll get back to this in a bit. 303-504-0925. So, again, the Philadelphia 76ers are holding their training camp at Colorado State. Yeah. They drove up to Boulder. They were uh, having dinner, and Dion came by. Yeah, that's the second time you said that now. They What's drove that? down to Boulder. Oh, Fort Collins is north. You come friggin' I south. I, I say up. Get your I semantics just, oh, whatever. right, I'm bro. wrong. Big deal. Yeah. Yeah, Kane said they drove across the country to Boulder. They drove to another country to hey, Boulder. Hey, Vic, you know what they did yesterday? They drove up to Pueblo. If you From said that, drove, I wouldn't flinch. I well, wouldn't I flinch. They drove sideways to Trinidad. Some of us care about details. Yeah, man. I, I, yeah, last Some week I made. Look, we've looked at a compass. Last before, week I, bro. Made, I made the drive up to uh, to Dallas, and it doesn't matter. I'm just saying they made the drive. Okay, how about this? They drove to Boulder. Fine, but but if you okay. say they drove up to Boulder. <laughs> That that the semantics of it matter. You damn right. You look. He's stupid. exactly right. If you say up or down, you better be geographically correct, or we will call your ass. Know, okay. And, we, and the thing is, you shouldn't even do it anymore because we know how bad your geography is. You're the worst geography on the planet. It's embarrassing. They drove diagonally to Boulder, and uh, when they got there, they had dinner, and Dion spoke to them. You, I, I if you guys haven't heard this yet, and it's kind of muffled, but I'll it's be hilarious. the translator. He's talking about. Guys who don't want the smoke. And directly in front of him is Joel Embiid. We'll get to it next. Right, right. Is this Blinky? Right, right. Both of you are pissing me off. Yes, and Moj, what are you doing? If you if you go right wrong to anything like this, I mean, dudes are from like what Oakland, right? And dude sounds like he's born and raised like straight up chip chip cheerio. Listen, all right, it's okay, go. There's like, a, dude, you're not English. You're from Oakland, bro. To, to Mosher's point, I've said this about all these bands that were like early 2000 bands like this, Green Day. Yeah. They, they grew up in like Baltimore and they sound like they're from London. It's it's weird. It is weird. Um, so they sing with an accent. Kind well, of. Listen, listen, listen to Tom. Let me go ahead. Louder, Marty. Louder, more volume. Not, We're not singing. singing. Oh. Side. Yeah, you're right. No, yeah, that's what I'm right. saying. Like, if you hear that green, what's that Green Day song? All right, turn this off. That Green Day song. Do you have the time to listen to me? It's like you grew up in Baltimore. You're right. You grew up you're in right. Baltimore. Why? Yeah. Why do you sing like that? Yeah. No, you are. Blank is or from he like grew San up in Diego. Oakland. I okay, got San Diego. I mean, okay, whatever. 
You know what? You know where he ain't from? Manchester, England, or Sheffield, or Liverpool. Sometimes I give myself the creeps. Right. It's like, what yeah. is that, dude? Oh, dude. So what? Uh, so what about? Yeah, so Dion, he's he's talking to the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, so what's the story? So Philly, for some reason, Vic, you're the NBA guy. They decide, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to leave Elevation. Us- yeah. Well, I know there's a lot of places they could go, but they picked Ford Collins. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, and so they made the drive up in elevation to Boulder. Thank you, Dexter. And <laughs> and Dion is speaking to the 76ers at a dinner. And the video is amazing. And now the audio is going to be tough to hear. We've tried to find the cleanest version that we can as far as, like, the easiest to hear. It's, it's difficult, but I'll translate for you. He's speaking to the entire Sixers team. And at this table, as he's sitting in front of the entire group, directly across from him at the front table is Joel Embiid. And I don't know if Dion is pulling the best troll ever. I doubt it. Or <laughs> Dion is just unaware of the history of Joel Embiid in Denver. Oh, but listen to what he says to this team. You know, back in the day when we came up, MJ wanted that smoke. He wasn't ducking whoever was that dude. He was going to get it. That, that's, that's the era I came up with. Now that man guy ain't God, the man guy, you know. He don't, he don't want it. He's going to fall out. And I understand that. It's really different. I got Jerry. We weren't kicking to the other side. I got Jerry. Don't worry about that. I got this. I got Mike. So it's a little different. It's a little different today. A lot of folks duck that smoke right now. <laughs> yeah. they, they want to be tall as they ain't on paper. Yeah. Don't sell me the game that this is what I'm going to get, but then when I turn on the TV, I don't get that. I don't like that. Give me that. If B playing the joke, I want to see B press the joke. All right? I want to see that. And he goes and get it, right? So stop right there. So here's what he said. Again, it was tough to hear, but i translate some parts of this. He said, these guys don't want the smoke anymore. He goes, when MJ played, MJ wanted the best player. When I played, I wanted Jerry. Talking about Jerry Rice. Right. He said, these guys want to be Tarzan on paper, but then they duck the matchup. And he goes, when it's Embiid and Joker, I want to see Embiid and Joker. I don't think, Vic, that Dion knew the history of Embiid not playing here since 2019. I don't think so either. But it makes it even funnier to me that yes, he doesn't. It does. Because that group, hear- of, that group of teammates were, was laughing. During that, like, yeah, could you believe who would do that? Did you hear the nervous laughter? And I believe, you know, I could, you know how I am with this voice game where I can tell voices? I think it was Embiid's nervous laugh when Dion was saying those things. Go back and play it, and you heard sort of like, (laughs) it was Embiid's nervous laughter. It really was. It was like, oh, he's talking about me. (laughs) Give me that. If, if B playing the joke, I want to see B press the joke, all right? I want to see that. And he goes and get it, right? I love it. Wait, wait, wait. It was at the very beginning. It, I think it, you're right on this. That. A couple seconds before yeah. that, Marty. Do it again. Don't sell me the game that this is what I'm going to get, but then when I turn on the TV, I don't get that. I don't like that. Give me that. Yeah, I think. That, 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 that one, that deep breath one, that sounded like Joel Embiid. Regardless. He must be sitting there going, wait, did they set this whole thing up for me? Like, was this for, was this pointed at me? Did, oh, that's Did Nick be. Nurse, Ooh. the brand new head coach, drop a hint saying, Dion, we, we need you 
to say that Embiid <laughs> needs to play in Denver now. We have to. Like, it is. And look, if it if it's a troll, which I, I am 99.9% sure Dion just doesn't know the history and doesn't seem to care. All I that totally much. agree. Yeah. But it's still amazing nonetheless. Is yeah. is yeah. is he wrong? Is is Coach Prime wrong? Coach Prime is completely correct. Of course absolutely, he's correct. Absolutely I mean, correct. What does he preach to his own players today? I mean, last week in Boulder, you know, Caleb Williams doesn't play against Shadour Sanders, but they're on the field at the same time. If Travis sure. Hunter wanted to play, he wanted to play so badly. Travis Hunter wanted to get out there. He wanted to cover Brendan Rice. He wanted to get out there and, and deal with the best that USC had to offer. He preaches that every day. That's that's what sports is, best against the best. If yeah. you're ducking the best, I, listen, gotta... the NBA, the NBA, in case you missed it, has employed new rules this year. These these resting rules. Yeah, these new You're not allowed rules, to right. rest two all stars in the same nationally televised game or whatever the hell. I'm not sure which games qualify here, but you're not allowed to rest two uh, uh, all star players at the same time. So when Philly comes to Denver, let me see where on the schedule is this, and I'll let you know if Embiid's going to play. I'll let you know right right now if Embiid's going to play. If he's got a game that week, I think we looked at the schedule already, analyzed it. It's free on both sides of the game, so I, he should. Not I think be it was January, wasn't it? Uh, I've got. Let's see. It is in January, but when in January? January sixteenth. It's a Tuesday. Okay. Can I can I say this though about it? Uh, it it's my opinion. And it's on TN. Or no, no, no. That's that's in Philly. It's the twenty seventh. It's, it's a Saturday, the twenty seventh. It's fascinating that you guys okay. are looking up uh, schedules and ki- basically you're sucking the life out of Martin. Look at him. What do you mean? I found that in like, He's like 10 seconds. He's like a vampire seconds. now. Look, look at him. Life has been sucked out of him. I found it in 10 seconds. That wasn't what sucked the life out of me. I'm still <laughs> well, sideways about your Blink-182 and Green Day thing. <laughs> okay. so going to take me a full segment. Let me, look, can I say this about Coach Prime? And this is what I've learned in the last several months. Coach Prime is a pretty smart guy. Coach Prime is a pretty damn engaging guy. There Even ain't no... Who- Hold on Even a second. Joker doesn't know who he is. No. Joker has no correct. idea who he correct. is. Correct. Well, that's yeah, that and that's fine. Let me tell you this. Uh, not Sorry. a whole, not a whole lot gets by Coach Prime. Okay, not a lot. I mean, this guy to me seems like he's kind of in touch with every damn thing there is to be in touch with. It's what it feels like. If you asked him about astrophysics, he'd probably talk to you about gaseous spheres in the middle of the universe. That's my impression of Coach Prime. It's my opinion. He knew exactly what he was doing. I think he knew exactly what the situation is. And he's trying to, why is the hell is he even talking to him? Because Nick Nurse wants him to instill some damn discipline and, or help instill some damn, it has to come from a different voice, some discipline, some some fight, some want to. You think that was intentional on his part? Hey, I, was James Harden there last night, by the way? Did he arrive? Mm, no. Okay, he wasn't there on day one up in, up in Fort Collins. He's in a club or he's eating. Okay. Well, he was supposed to arrive in Colorado, I think, yesterday. Yeah. I think. So he was he, supposed to have arrived. If he was so, supposed to have if, arrived. If he arrived, you'd think he'd be with his teammates in Boulder. I don't know. I didn't hear Coach Prime talk about Harden at all. But I would love to hear Coach Prime's take on James Harden and what the crap he's trying to pull right now. Yeah. I would I would give Sucks. anything to hear that. Yeah, I'd give anything to hear that. So my opinion, Vic, I think Coach Prime's all over it. I really do. Well, both Nuggets-Sixers games are on national television. One's a TNT game. The other one's an ABC game. 
very much like last year. Remember, last year's game was an ABC game, right. and the Nuggets lost in Philly. Um, I want to see if Embiid actually does play here this year. I really do. I want to see if he takes the extra measure, if he hears what Prime had to say, and there are no excuses. Now, a lot of things can happen between now and January, clearly. Messages sent. But you know what? Embiid's not the only person in the NBA who's crying about the new rules. Did you guys hear Kawhi Leonard moan about it? Like, go off about it? Yeah, he like, said no rules. Like, you guys don't believe I was hurt? Or no, you know? no rules yeah, going to make me change my plan or whatever, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Kawhi. Okay, yeah. You're bigger than the NBA. Yeah. No rules going to make me get out of what I do best to prepare myself to play. I, I, Kawhi, I'm over Kawhi Leonard. I'm officially over him. I've been over I'm done. Kawhi. I'm, I'm done. I'm done with Kawhi. I, I don't know if you guys are. You tell me. Are you done with Kawhi? I'm I've, done with I've Kawhi. Been, I've been done. Been done. See, and here's... <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. There's a few textures that are saying he absolutely meant to say that in front. I don't. I think he I th- did. What, here's what, here's which, the what difference. Textures, what textures? Uh, 8288 is saying that. Here's my thought, okay? 20% of whatever Dion says is always about Dion. I think he was just saying in a, in a roundabout braggadocious way. I'm, I was really good, and I always wanted to take on Jerry Rice because I was good. I think that's what he and was I saying. And I didn't duck anybody. Yeah. And I didn't duck I think anybody. it was just why him he, talking about why himself. Would, why would he even bring it up then? Why? Why would he even bring it up? You don't want that smoke. You better, you better go. If you're going to provide some smoke, you better go have that smoke. Why, 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 I mean, why would, why would that even be part of his, quote, speech to the Philadelphia 76ers? He says a lot of things. I don't know. I don't know. I think the dude's pretty damn bright. By the way, you want to hear about about ducking the smoke and stuff like that. Do you guys know, just take a guess, the last time LeBron and KD have played each other? Do you guys know the last time that happened? Oh, it's it's even longer than Embiid and Joker. It's it's That's a long time. Christ- it's like eight Christmas years? Day of 2018 is the last yeah. time those two played each other. On purpose or? Five years. I mean, it, was, it was LeBron's convenient. first year. In L.A. Now, KD also missed time with a torn-up leg. Dude, he's been in a whole bunch of places since his torn-up leg. He's been in Brooklyn for a couple of years. He went to Phoenix last year. Like, they've had opportunities to play each other. Okay. Well, maybe I'm wrong about that, but is that a – I mean, are they trying to avoid each other? Do they get on the horn and say, I think it would be impossible night? night? I think it would be impossible night. Hey, listen, uh, on the 15th, uh, do you want that night off or should I take that night off? I I think it would be poetic justice, all this talk emanating from L.A. about the Nuggets and all this crap that you've heard the last couple days. I want to get to that so – I want to get to that so bad. How beautiful would it be if two nights before the opener here in Denver – both AD and LeBron announced they got to miss the game for toe injuries or whatnot, and they're not even going to play. How poetic would that sound? Dave it is Mc- a nationally televised game. Yeah. Dave McMiniman. Both of them are, yeah. Whom we talked about before the show began for various reasons. Mm-hmm. His latest article of the Lakers, just the nuggets are in their heads. And the, 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 the Lakers keep saying all this talk they've been doing all summer, all this talk – Nobody said a damn thing all summer. Isn't that funny? that All it came from was the parade. And Vic, I'm telling you, at the time, you did not know it. <laughs> you had no clue. Or if you did, you were in complete denial. But, but Brett, we sat here and looked at his face. And I said, dude, LeBron is talking directly to you. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And from that point on, 
what you said. It's it's right here in this second paragraph in McMenamin's article today at ESPN.com. You were saying Lakers daddy introducing Michael Malone. That's what got them all fired no, no, up. No, here's what you And they continue to, they, now it's the, like you said, the game of telephone where they're, everybody no, thinks listen. that the Nuggets have been spouting all summer Vic, long. Vic, Vic, Vic. Marty, wait. Marty, did you reach out to McMenamin? Because I'd love to get yes. him on the show. Yes, I've texted okay. Dave McMenamin. Vic. I was scrolling yeah. through. There was a, a, a Nuggets fan on Twitter yesterday that said something about, you know, the comments from AD and Austin Reeves. We'll get to the Reeves stuff in a little bit. Um. But I looked at the replies, one of my favorite things to do. And I saw the replies from Lakers fans. The funniest thing about this. And by the way, and, they're, and, they're very rational, those, those Lakers fans. Well, well and when I, we were talking to uh, Michael Malone on Monday at Nuggets Media Day, and I brought this up that it was a bad game of telephone. It just kind of like, I, I was like, maybe that's what, I, I don't know. Maybe that's what happened. It's now confirmed. I saw three different replies to the tweet, Vic, that said, mm-hmm. It all would have been fine if their GM didn't say Lakers. They thought you were the GM of the team. <laughs> I carry myself that way. Yeah, you look, you and Calvin Booth have a lot of similarities, bro. Yeah. If the no, GM yes. didn't say Lakers daddy, this wouldn't the be a problem. And I'm like, the GM? Yeah. You literally uh, could not find a human being on earth that looks less like Vic Lombardi than Calvin Booth. Mm-hmm. Well, who is seven say, foot thirteen, an African American? You couldn't find somebody different than that yeah. to, to look uh-huh. like you. Th- this is a sure thing. I will never again be invited to speak at a parade in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's a sure thing. I, I, do we all agree on that? Probably. Do we all agree there? That that's over. That that career span lasted one time and one time only. Which, It'll never happen. Which again. means if it happens again, Vic, you just need to rush the stage and then retire immediately afterwards. So I got my money's worth on that, but it's amazing the life that this has taken on its own, um, even three months, four months after the fact, and it continues to persist. And the fact that the media in L.A., you understand where this is coming from, the media is using this as a nugget. Not necessarily the players, but the media is sort of setting this up. Like, they remember it, too. And don't you think that they're going to use it to... To, to get some motivated quotes from the Lakers, because that's exactly where it's coming from. We should get, and you know what? Who's our boy from L.A.? Who's our boy? Uh, we John had, Island is their, uh, no, is their the uh, guy we radio had, play-by-play no, guy. No, man, the guy we had in studio, your buddy from from uh, here, the, the TV Oh, we had guy. him on already. Yeah. We had him on already. Well, who, what's his name? Which which guy are you the, talking your about? Your friend from so- ABC L.A. What's his name? Oh, um, Rick, over here. God, well, yeah, why am I why am I escaping? He's why, your why, friend. Why I, not, I know, I know. I, his name is escaping me right now. He's long, um, long time Denver sportscaster. <laughs> worked for Channel Seven. Help me out, people. Help me out, everybody. Who am I thinking of right now? Uh, Can you, you think of his name? Too much Mark? wine last night, bro. No, I got like four hours of sleep. Though. Okay. Who am okay. I thinking? Then, of? I'll do it too. All right. All right. Hold on. Let me look up his name. God, who is it? <laughs> this is this is amazing. I, this is I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. I, I refuse to go to break until he finds this. I'm, it's his friend. Is it, it's it's God. Vic's oh my friend, God, dude. Is it Hernandez? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's a not. Spanish last name. Hold on a second. Kurt, Kurt Sandoval. Sandoval. Kurt Sandoval. How did I Thank find you, that before you? Thank you, Scott. I'm such an idiot. I am such an idiot. 
If we have him I on just, again, it's just one of those things. That just, I lost it. Vic, I lost if, my if head. If we have him on head. again, oh, and you, you dare call him I my lost, friend, yeah, Kurt Sandoval, oh I'm gonna lose my mind. I lost my head. I lost my head. Oh, Mom's I my had best four friend. hours of sleep. Uh, my best friend, I was talking to. You don't know to, uh, what I went through last night. That guy. Uh, Jim, uh, Joe. Uh, uh, dude. Well, the same thing happened to me the other uh, day. Who's that guy that works with you at the radio station? The redhead guy. Oh, um, uh, Fred uh, Garcia. No, it's actually Brett Kane. Yeah, Fred. Yeah, God. that's sorry. I would love the last name Garcia with the first name Fred. <laughs> I like this. Is his name Jack Jackelson? <laughs> yeah, no yeah, kidding. close. All right, back after this. <laughs> So the Patriots, who they had J.C. Jackson before, didn't they? Before he went over to the Chargers, I believe. And they have traded for J.C. Jackson again, who was a healthy scratch this past week for the Chargers. Um, interesting. Turn that crap off. Jesus. Okay, Dad. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, how do you listen to that? It sounds like somebody's beating your head. Well... Listen, for somebody who can't remember the name of his best friend, I'd just pipe down if I were you. And I'd take any music that came your way. Settle down just a little bit. Anywho, uh, J.C. Jackson traded back to the Patriots. I don't see a swap of late-round picks. See, that's a big failure right there. J.C. Jackson was supposed to be their number one there in, yeah, what in L.A. What ha- I mean, he's only he's only 27 years old. He comes into the season with, like, over 20 career picks and stuff. I mean, it, what, what happened to that guy? I don't know. There was also some, like, weird story of, of he missed a court date or something like that before the game last week. He's got some a lot of stuff going on. Between that and, look, the Chandler Jones stuff start, is getting weirder and weirder, too. Remember that whole story before the season started of... He's just sending out Instagram stories. It kind of, of feels like maybe the Raiders were correct to sort of keep him away or have him checked on or whatever. I, he doesn't seem like a healthy person right now. You want to you want to hear something that um, is really interesting. So we have had our fun making time making fun or we've had our whatever making fun of Midnight Mel. Sorry, there's a whole bunch of M's in there, and. As he's let go of Michigan State, they get to recoup the money because they get to fire him with cause. So their next question is... You know is, he's going to sue. What's, I'm sure he will. I don't know if they can when he has admitted what he's done. So he can try. But it was something like $70 million is what they got to keep on the way out for firing him with cause, which leaves a void there. And look, that's a pretty prominent school in college football. They obviously have a lot of money. They threw it at Mel Tucker... And they've gotten a lot in return, so the next question is, okay, well, who would you want to go get? Reports are they're targeting Urban Meyer. Huh. God, he's, he's front and center on every damn coaching vacancy, it seems. According to Bernie Fratto, Michigan State has a lot of donors to back this type of deal up, so we'll see where this goes. Um, Urban Meyer... Back in college football, and if you went from Mel Tucker to Urban Meyer, that's actually an upgrade football-wise. 
I don't know with all of the past histories of Michigan State and some things that they've been in scandals for, if it's the smartest from a PR standpoint, but he would win. Like, nobody doubts that about Urban Meyer, right? If you brought him in, he's going to win football games for you. Quickly, too. Quickly. But here's here's what you're losing sight of, I think. And maybe you're right, and he'll have all the money in the world to try to make things happen. But how many younger guys today, how many high school kids and top prospects and five stars and four stars even know who the hell Urban Meyer is? Dude, he wasn't, he's not out of the game that long. Are you sure? Because the last they heard of him... Before he's on the big Fox noon off or whatever it's called. It's like four years ago he's at OSU. These guys were in middle school. Okay? No, they were in high school. I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguar situation. It was a complete and total oh, disaster. Sure. Yeah, that. I don't know, man. I I, I think the luster for Most, the, this younger generation. Rockney. My God. I think, make it sound like the. I think the luster can wear off, guys. I do. Now, we'll see. Does he still have the magic touch recruiting? I, I don't give a rat's rip. I don't I don't care what Michigan State does. Hire Urban Meyer. Hire his mom. Hire I don't care who you hire. Why are we talking no, here's, about that? Here's, well, because Hires Urban Meyer's a, a pick name. I, I can live the rest of my life, and I'm not kidding, happily without ever hearing the name Urban Meyer again. And, and not only that, I don't care who coaches at Michigan State. How's okay, that? big college Uh-oh. football story. We'll toss out the window. Fine. <laughs> yeah, no, no, we'll no, talk no, about no, it. No, no, that's fine. No, 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 you're, not, you're, no. you're missing the point here. I think the bigger story is the bigger story. Who makes that decision? And that's where it all ties in. Who makes a decision? You know, Vic, I don't Michigan care about is. Michigan State. Why are we even talking about this? The owner of the Phoenix Suns makes that decision. I think he he's does. the one who hired Mel Tucker. Well, yeah, that he's the guy who's backing Mel the Tucker money. All that money. Well, yeah. and, and the only reason they have the money is because they recouped that and didn't have to let yep. it go with Mel Tucker. Because try and so get Espia to, to give $100 million again to another coach. I'm still trying to figure out how that conversation went between Ishbia and Tucker after the fact. Because remember, Matt Ishbia trotted Mel Tucker out to Denver for the Phoenix Suns-Denver Nuggets series. Couldn't believe trotted it. Trotted him out. Couldn't believe it. His best friend just sitting right next to him the entire time. Remember that? How did that conversation go? Oh, um, can I get my money back? So, when did this story emerge, by the way, with Mel Tucker? It started percolating six months ago. Yeah. The investigation started. So, you cannot tell me. So, that was during the playoff run. Exactly right. You cannot tell me they were not whispers or aware of what was happening. Hmm. Did you did you read the article from Tom Van Heron on ESPN about Coach Prime's recruiting? We were just talking about Coach Prime talking to, and see, I I don't know if there's anybody in college football who can do what Coach Prime is doing right now, and he's got to do it this way because you got to turn that program around fast, right? I was reading the article. Adrian Walker had an unofficial visit for Week Three against Colorado State. So Lil Wayne is there, Master P, Offset. The Rock, right? He's like, it was crazy. Little Wayne was right there. I shook The Rock's hand, and to be in that type of moment was crazy. Being that close to celebrities and being in that moment was unbelievable. You don't think that that works on these kids? What has Urban Meyer got? Hey, uh, 
At one time, I showed up at that bar on video uh, after we uh, lost the game. <laughs> what is Urban Meyer? He has national championships to his name yeah. and a stellar coaching record. I'm telling you, yeah, time, this isn't just the about times are changing, Jack. It's, no, it's yeah, it's not. not. It's it's Dion is a unique animal and the only yeah. guy who can do this. He's a unicorn, Moj. Are you meaning to tell me, Moj, that the only coach that's going to have success from now on is a celebrity coach? Is that what we're doing? So every coach in every walk of life and every no, sport needs to be no, a celebrity. Otherwise, no. you can't recruit. No, I just I'm not an Urban Meyer guy. I guess. Sorry. Well, I don't like Urban either, but there's no doubt that Urban Meyer is very, very good at getting very, very good players on campus hey, Moj, and winning a lot Moj, of football games. Moj, name the head coach of the Oregon State Beavs. Football. Uh, team. That's what's his face, Mario um, Cristobal. No, Kurt, name Kurt Sandoval. <laughs> name the head coach of the Oregon State Beavs. It's his, uh, I forget the guy's, um, it's, I'm, I'm like you right now trying to draw up Kurt Sandoval, Kurt Sandoval, but. Jonathan Smith. No, it's. Jonathan a, Smith. It he is, is Jonathan he's Smith. He's neither a celebrity, he he, he's not a former NFL Hall of Famer, he's none of that, but he's got Oregon State freaking rolling right now, okay? Washington State's head coach, name him. That's a. Uh, Jack uh, Dickert. I think that's right. Again, Washington State is rolling. Jake Dickert. He's neither Jake, of those Jake things. Jake Dickert. Sorry, Jake Dickert. All right, so none of that stuff. Uh, he, he, Kane is so right. So many teams are going to try to mirror this. I, you know it's going to happen. Oh, okay. Let's go get a Hall of Famer. Let's get him to rile up the fan base. And all of a sudden, we'll start winning. Oh, I can't wait till they try it. I can't wait. Oh, me either. But it's not going to work. Let me, let me, but let me say this because Coach Prime is unique. I'm also reading the comments of Leon Edwards, who's the father of that no, Notre Dame throwaway. Yeah, yeah that, that guy who couldn't crack anything in Notre Dame. Quote, he makes the time to make you feel special. He puts it all on the table. It was a no-brainer from there because it's just Dion. It's the truth. He puts the truth on the table, and those kids absorb it. They want to play for someone that has done the things that he's done and stood on his word. I think that's where he wins. See, but so let, it's it's the steak and the sizzle. It's both. Let me ask you a question, though, and, and again, just even if it's 30 seconds, I just want to see where you guys stand on this. Michigan State over the last few years has had Larry Nasser and now Mel Tucker. Urban Meyer's been no choir boy. Everywhere he's left, there has been scandal that he has left behind. Bowling. Except yeah. Bowling Green. Yeah. Which is And Utah. I mean, not those two. If but, Michigan, but if you're talking about big time, yeah. If Michigan State is going after Urban Meyer, who... At Florida, all the arrest records of his players and stuff like that that happened there. At Ohio State, he left shortly after he kept a coach on staff who was abusing his wife and he knew about it. And at Jacksonville, all the stuff he was doing there, yeah. you're literally just saying, I don't care about morality at all. I'm just you know, looking to win there, football games at any cost. There's one reason and one reason only I would never touch Urban Meyer. And it's a very simple and it's a... It has nothing to do with his personality and coaching. It has to do with his uh, appearance. He wears transition lenses. And I could never hire. I could never hire a human being that wears transition lenses. If you're listening to the show, if if you're listening to the show and you are aware of transition lenses, because they asked me at the optometrist the other day, you want transitions? I said, are you crazy? (laughs) If you are aware of transition lenses, do not listen to this show anymore. Turn it off. Is that fair? Kind of. I I tend to think of people who wear transition lenses as like old. You know, like my I think my old man, he's 80. Definitely what it is. My wonderful father is 80. What if 
What if Dion sunglasses were transition lenses? <laughs> Do they even make regular glasses as big as his sunglasses are? Like those big bug eye ones? Um, wait, a texture says team transitions right here. Well, let's all appreciate our 65-year-old listeners who are out there as well. I'm, I mean, I we got to love those on. guys. You're on that one commercial. I just texted the one-of-a-kind Keith Mosier. I'm going to find out. What the story? He he will be. He's our guinea pig. Keith is an. He's been on this program numerous times. He's an absolute guinea pig. Uh, he's he's my guy. Let's find out. <laughs> what I just realized: a lot of our listeners wear transition lenses, and they are not happy about <laughs> this conversation. It's unfortunate. It, but, it's unfortunate. Yeah, Brian you need says, to change. "Hey, Vic, blank me." <laughs> okay. Um, Brandon, uh, who works in our sales department, says, "I wear contacts that are transition lenses." What the hell does that even mean? Wait, is that a who's joke that, who or said is that true? Brandon. Brandon. Is Brandon, Brandon from the future? Do they yeah, have no. transition that, contacts? You know that is lying. So, Brandon, you put in your, your contacts, and you can just be out in the sun, and it'll be like you're wearing shades? Ridiculous. No, All of a sudden, your eyes go black, it. and you're like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Get the hell out you know of you, here. You know what? He's, he's out wearers. There. He's walking out in the sun, Vic, and he's going like this. I don't want to go to hell. No, 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 no. I don't want to go to hell. 1721 writes, my, my son has them. He's nine. And to, to that I say, yes, you're either nine or 79 to wear transition I, lenses. I'm not if kidding. If you wear them, all it is 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 a sign that you are lazy. If, Just if take you, your glasses off and put your sunglasses on. I would much rather you wore your glasses with the giant sunglasses that go over top of the glasses than yes. the transition lenses. I agree. See, I'm not the only one here, and everybody's calling me a jerk, but I know. See, I speak the truth. The reason why you people don't like me, those of you, I speak the truth, Uh, and you don't like to hear it. We have breaking news. Most people don't like you for wearing transition lenses. They don't want to say it. They will never admit it. They'll never say it to your face. I'll say it to your face. Breaking news as we get the break. Keith Mosier, not a transitions wearer. Not a transitions guy. Way to go, Keith. All right, back after this. The Bucks, the Broncos, the Rockies, the Avalanche, the Nuggets, Denver Sports Talk. Get it all. Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. In the morning, Taco Bell keeps it toned down and simple, like the breakfast crunch wrap.